Fun fact to all of our viewers watching right now, every time we go on break, we just start dancing until we get back. So if we're ever out of breath, that's what's going on. <laughs> I'm not part of that. <laughs> but coming up right now, we're going to have our very own Joanna Marsh joining us for our next segment. Joanna, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so Joanna, jumping into it, we're talking about some rail uh, topics here. We're going to talk about what are the top safety concerns for rail and how some of those failures come about. I'm starting it off with hot boxing. Can you tell us about what that is and really what are going to be some of the causes and preventions when we're looking at rail safety? Let's see. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm still kind of like processing the last segment about the, the, the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like start off with like a funny thing but i was like oh i don't know if i should say it right now because um yeah. <laughs> i'd love to hear it <laughs> <laughs> well the funny thing sorry we're going to talk about real safety in a moment the funny thing is that i uh i'm actually certified to be a zumba instructor fun fact and so you know we could have a, you know a, a dance party sometime. <laughs> well this kind of gives a lot more uh i think credence to <laughs> kaylee's suggestion of having a freight waves talent show so i think coming up sometime soon we might have to just do a freight waves now talent show edition yeah yeah definitely yeah <laughs> you know i've heard actually some of the editorial members were in bands before so just giving you a little tip there so i think we're ready yeah. for that anyway. <laughs> i'm sorry you're talking about rail safety can you repeat the question again <laughs> oh of course so look, when we're looking at the rail industry and we're looking at safety concerns and really ways to prevent it and some of the top concerns what are going to be some of the things top of mind, knowing hotboxing is one of them? What are really the, I guess, key points around that? Yeah, sure. So there's a lot of um, uh, um, stuff happening right, right now about rail safety. Of course, there's there's always been a lot of stuff happening. But, you know, um, just um, just the other day, there's just been a lot of announcements coming out of um from the Federal Railroad Administration um, and from the Senate. And so that's kind of why a little bit why I'm a little scattered this morning because I'm just trying to process everything. But um, to start off with the hot box detectors. So um, so the FRA, the Federal Railroad Administration, put out a safety advisory the other day um, um, asking the railroads to look at their program um, in, in terms of like the, the hot box detectors uh, program. So, so what is that? So it's wayside detectors. So it's like devices that are on the side of the track that um, can can um, that sort of inspect the train in a way as it's as it's moving along. And so these hot box detectors kind of look at the temperature of wheel bearings and. Um, and and so the idea is um, with the safety advisory, you know, and I think just broadly in general with with the investigation into the the, the derailment and just how um, to deploy hot box detectors, um, you know, how how do you I guess several things. One is like how do you best utilize that technology? Are the thresh the temperature thresholds? Um, uh, sufficient enough uh, um, to uh, to you know do, do you know the the hot box detectors are meant to alert the train crew if if, if they need to stop the train. Um, so what can be done uh, operationally or in terms of just the technology itself to um, to ensure that that happens um, so you know another East Palestine doesn't happen again. So you have that and then you also have the question about like the spacing of the detectors along the track and then you also have the question about um, 
you know, are they being properly inspected? You know, what, how, you know, looking at the inspection um, operations for it. So there's, there's just kind of looking at different issues, kind of looking at the human factors and also the technology. And also they, the hotbox detectors provide data and is there a way to use that, utilize that data? Um, so that's going on with the hotbox detectors anyway. Joanna, looking at this uh, situation in East Palestine, uh, where we had the derailment there, uh, obviously there have been derailments in the past. This one seems to have gotten a lot more legs to it in terms of the, its attention uh, than, than others that have happened in the past. Um, safety obviously was a huge part of this. Uh, it was with a failure of the of the bearing, uh, at least so far as the NTSB investigation has come out with. Um, has any other aspect of safety kind of gotten a microscope looked on it? Because obviously, you know, this conceivably, this would be the thing that will be fixed and, and it will be fine. Uh, but the next instance will be probably be something different. Are there any other issues that are being looked at in terms of safety for the overall train, uh, notwithstanding, of course, what caused the, the derailment in East Palestine? Yeah, sure. So um, I think kind of two things, uh, you know, again, um, uh, so the FRA and um, and just uh, and the Department of Transportation and, um, you know, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg, I can't pronounce his name right now, um, <laughs> uh, you know, they're, they're all kind of putting out these these recommendations and advisories. And and I feel like a, a lot of them are kind of addressing that, that, that tension between technology and, and, uh, like, uh, technology versus, um, human inspections. And, um, that's been an ongoing debate within the rail industry is like how to balance those two things. Of course, the unions obviously want to, um, ensure that, you know, that, that no one gets let go or something. So you, so you, so you, it, it's a, the, the, the union's uh, intention to 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 keep the workers and of course make sure that they're safe, but then you also have these um, technological advances like so. You, besides the wayside detectors, there's also automatic track inspection um, or not automatic. I'm sorry, <laughs> automated track inspection, um, which uh, which in which um, equipment is used. Um, equipment with technology to to inspect the track, um, with the idea that the technology can can um, can find uh, vulnerabilities or you know or cracks that that um, that might not be discernible necessarily to the human eye. So I think the industry has been facing, um, and that's actually kind of going that that discussion is actually going on right now as well um, with the FRA. Um, Saying that they want to, they they have actually their own equipment for automated track inspection, and um, and they want to use it on uh, the route, the Norfolk Southern route around East Palestine, as well as other train routes that um, that uh, have um, high hazard flammable trains, um, you know, running through. And so the broader question again is, um, you know, that tension, like how do you go about, you know, deploying these deploying this technology and, 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 and the human inspections, do you keep it, do you keep the human inspections at the same level and use that technology to enhance the human inspections? Or do you kind of prioritize the, 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 the inspections using technology and then sort of have the human inspections, um, kind of, uh, kind of supplement or, or, you know, um, kind of, you know, kind of not secondary, but just, you know, 
making the technology a priority. And that's just a debate that that's um, that's been going on for a while. But but with this accident, it seems to have sort of amplified and sort of um, uh, increased uh, talk about you know what to do. But about PSR before we let you go? <laughs> sure, PSR. Um, okay, so it's interesting. So, so there's some debate about, you know, how PSR is all related to this. So the unions will say because of PSR, precision schedule railroading, which is, um, which was a tool that the railroads use to sort of streamline operations. Um, one effect of PSR um, is that it reduced um, the workforce because you're trying to create more efficiencies within the network. And so um, so a lot of, uh, so the, the workforce actually was reduced by about 30% or so um, over the last like three or four years. Part of that too was also COVID related, but um, but but that that operational change kind of brought that about. Um, so the unions are saying now that with um, with fewer people involved, that's also um, uh, fewer human resources that are able who are able to inspect um, properly the, the track um, and to inspect um, other elements such as the hot box detectors. Um, there are those who um, are in the railroads who 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 argue that some of these. Um, uh um accidents that happen you know, the cause might not have been something that you could see with a human eye actually including east palestine some have been saying that um that the the fault might not have been detected it's not something you could detect in the visual inspection so again it goes back to that whole question of um you know technology versus like human inspections and you know which do you keep them both at the same level do you prior twice went over the other. Um, and, and, uh, and I guess related to that, you know, with, with PSR, like, uh, um, you, you, the railroads are trying to, to increase their, their headcount levels, but they're still not at the levels actually of, of, of before the pandemic, or they're just right at the pandemic levels, but it's still not above. So, um, so yeah, there's just a lot happening yeah. and <laughs> I'll be busy for the next several days. Absolutely. Joanna, thanks so much for joining us. Great, thank you. All right, we will take a quick break and we'll come back with more after this. Thank you.